Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Well, it is a stadium we all know very well. In fact, we're loving it this year because it's the Warriors' home ground. Uh, it's seen some uh, other codes uh, with action this year, and it's going to see an all-black test match uh, not too far away too. Um, but uh, as of next Monday, it will have a new name. Uh, we're talking about Mount Smart here. It will become uh, Go Media Stadium. Mount Smart is uh, well. You'll be hearing Sam Hewitt and Tony Kemp bellowing out when they broadcast the Warriors games after signing of a commercial naming rights agreement between Auckland Stadiums and the Kiwi Outdoor Advertising Company Go Media. The initial naming rights period is for one year, but if you look at Go Media's deep and passionate track record of sports sponsorship in New Zealand, there's a fair chance it'll be attached to Mount Smart for longer than that. Mike Gray is the managing director of uh, Go Media. Morning, Mike. Uh, thanks very much for your time on the show. Uh, uh, we have uh, met before, of course, in a, a more social environment, shall I say, than this one. Uh, but good to chat to you again. Yeah, thanks, thanks for having me on. It was a lovely introduction. And, um, mate, growing up as a kid, you are one of my idols, so it's, uh, it's a real privilege to talk oh. to you. Gosh, you might be a bit older than I remember. Uh, here's the thing. Um, Mike, let's move on to um, uh, the business at hand because it's big business. When we, we changed the name of an iconic stadium, and we've done this around the country uh, in the past on, on many occasions, um, people sit up and yeah. take notice and say, Righty, tell us a wee bit about this company. So Go Media, tell us about Go Media, Mike. Well, look, I've been, um, I've been in the out-of-home game for 29 years. I was one of the pioneers. Um, there's only one person that's been doing it longer than me and um, my second time round, second company and it started uh, about 15 years ago one thing I learned from my first company was that if you can amalgamate uh, other businesses you can create a, a scale up quickly and, and create value so with my business partner Dean Sean, he, he had a big company in the lower South Island uh, North Island, sorry, so we, we combined forces uh, to create Go Media, and, and that was really the making of our business. Um, but as a philosophy, we back New Zealand, and New Zealand is like no other. So across sport, you know, we're, we sponsor every Super Rugby franchise, men and women, uh, 15 provincial unions, uh, you know, New Zealand football, Netball New Zealand, New Zealand Athletics, New Zealand Special Olympics at, at, a, at, a, at a national level, but we're, we're grassroots, so we're Waiheke United as well. Uh, Wellington Phoenix, um, all the cricket um, associations, men and women's teams, uh, you know, we're on the back of the North Harbour women's team, for example, as well, basketball, with Go Media Saints, um, and it's just like, you name it, we're there. So our philosophy is you get what you give, and... We want to be part of every community. So, so in every uh, community around New Zealand, where we have a presence. Where we're back in the, the community, not just sports, arts as well, music, culture, comedy. So it's just a philosophical thing that let's just be part of the community. Let's be at the heart of and centre of everything. So, we sponsor Minor Pacifica. You know, we're a partner of the Warriors Community Trust. You know, they're at, they're, they're playing at, at a stadium now that has our name. So instead of putting other brands up in lights like we do for our, for our advertisers. Let's put our own name up in lights. 
Okay, so we're talking massive amounts of money here with the list that you've just uh, reeled off to us. Mike, where does, uh, how does all the funding, how does it go about for the uninitiated? How does, how does this come uh, to, and, and end up where it does? Well, we're, we're, we're essentially a marketing business, so you know, we stroke commercial arrangements where, 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 where we can enable the, the, the franchise to promote their games, memberships, uh, things that are happening, community tags, whatever it is. So we, get, we, we allow, you know, say Minor Pacific, we help them tell the story and talk to their audience in the way they want to talk. So if you imagine that the, yeah, the arrangements involve money, but they, they involve a- advertising as well, we then get benefits of, you know, our signage appears in the, in the TV arc. You might see a, a logo on the uniform. Uh, we get to host the events. Uh, we, players' rights. You know, so recently we just had the the Blues and the Mystics for a beach clean with Sustainable Coastlines, who's one of our um, benefactors of our Good Impressions program, which is a it's a, it's where we help um, charities uh, like like King's Eye and Hope. We 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 our advertisers get to gift them campaigns um, when they spend with us, and so we have a whole other outside of sport and arts, we have a whole other program of how we help businesses. Um, and so the Warriors Community Trust, for example, they are taking, they're trying to help with mental well-being with, with children in primary school and secondary schools. And one of our values is um, the, you know, the uplifting of all, but mental well-being is a key pillar in our Good Impressions program. So where we have value alignment, that's what we're looking for. And how can we add value to them so that we can help the Warriors Community Trust tell uh, Tamaki Makoto in Auckland and everywhere else in the country, what they're doing in this space. Um, you know, they're, they're helping um, uh, wheelchair players, you know, start playing rugby league. Uh, so wheelchair league and, you know, give it a go. And so for us, it's like, oh, now I can help you know, giving it a go, a real go, if you know what I mean. Right. Uh, that's fascinating, actually. I'm, uh, this is very, very intriguing. Um, tell us about the relationship now. I mean, do, how far back did you think about putting your name to an iconic stadium, and how how did this come about? Did, for instance, did the, did the Warriors high profile have any influence in you making this call now? Yeah, totally. Look, you know they're on fire at the moment. Everyone loves the team when they're winning. Um, when we when we actually did the ribbon cutting ceremony yesterday, I told a story. I was at, I was at the very first Warriors game, first the Broncos, and I was actually in the pre-match entertainment and. Uh, They'd done this big, you know, war war scene and there's things blowing up and all that. And I just happened to be be in it by chance because I was, I was staying with a family who were involved, and they said, "Oh, come along." So I was telling the story of how I, I didn't actually know what was happening, and I was running in, into all the wrong places, and then something would blow up, and then I'd have to turn around and run the other direction, and then something else would blow up, and you know, I actually almost blew myself up because I didn't actually know what was happening. <laughs> so, you know, I, I was. I was trying to tell the story. Well, my relationship with the stadium is, you know, I was at the very first Warriors game. And, um, but, that, yes, that definitely helped. But how it came about is, you know, we, we sponsor pretty much all the teams and all the venues in New Zealand. And uh, for us, it was like, well, wouldn't it be cool if we could, we could actually have the naming rights of the venue? And Mount Smart has the most content uh, of any same in, in New Zealand and as you mentioned at the start the All Blacks are playing there so you know that was a huge draw card for us as well as the Warriors and Moana Pacifica and look hopefully an Auckland A-League team can get up and run and and then you know hopefully Mount Smart can be their home as well so 
then you've got the concert. So you, you, when you start looking at it from that perspective, it's it's huge. But how it comes about is we've got a we've got a long-standing relationship with Auckland Stadiums, four years commercial arrangement. They said, "Can you help secure a naming parts partner?" And I was like, "Yes." And so through all the conversations about you know, what was on offer and how it would work, the more I thought about it, the more I looked at it, I was like, "I should do this deal." And um, and so that's how it came about because I could see all the benefits we could get. And then it's actually quite complicated to get a naming rights partner because of conflict. So, you know, just say Spark wanted to take naming rights, well, that would work for the one NZ Warriors, you know, because there's competition. So, and then just say Steinager wanted to be a sponsor, well, that might be fine for New Zealand rugby, but for world rugby, that would be a conflict. So it's not actually an easy thing to do. So we're a very neutral brand. Um, we, we don't compete with anything that's going to be happening. Um, we work with promoters already on events that are coming, so there's a natural alignment there with concerts. And, uh, and you know, and because we go, we can say, go the Warriors and go Minor Pacifica, go the All Blacks. Are we uh, getting best use out of our stadiums? I look at Auckland in particular here, um, uh, and I, I look at perhaps uh, something like now uh, a North Harbour Stadium, which has lost the baseball aspects because uh, Tuatara weren't able to uh, stay afloat, as uh, I think for want of a better phrase. Do we get enough benefit out of our stadiums, uh, in your opinion, Mike? I think the the everyone agrees there needs to be a, a solution for Auckland, right? And no one's quite sure what that is. Um, and, you know, there's different people out there, say, pushing a waterfront one. And I think everyone probably agrees that, that some central, you know, stadium, either the train station, either the CBD, is probably ultimately what needs to happen. Um, but that, that's going to all take time and, um, you know, at least five years. So the way I've looked at it is whatever that solution might be, it's going to take, time to get there. So for me, Mount Smart is going to be you know, a, a key stadium for Tamaki Makoto, and it's going to be there at least five years, and because it has so much content, that's the one I should put my name on, because you know, I'm going to be part of everything that happens there. So, you know, you've been to Melbourne. When you go there, the way they set up their stadiums is, I think, you know, the way that ultimately Auckland probably wants to get to um, and but that's all going to take time and so I agree we've got to work out how we you know do things better but that's those conversations are having are happening right now and I I know that um, once we get the right solution it will come into being but that's it's just going to take time like everything yeah, I, I was just thinking uh, another one that comes to mind in Auckland too. It's a little bit more away from uh, the CBD that you were talking about, but it's, it's right next to the motorway, and that, of course, is uh, Western Springs, which has been mooted for a lot of um, events. It's had concerts in the past. It's had Speedway. There was talk of it. Uh, I mean, it was home for the Blues for a while. Uh, I, you know, and I quite often wonder why it hasn't caught on out there. Cricket looking at it too for... Uh, domestic cricket, even Test cricket. Uh, there's another Auckland stadium, you know, with which just seems to me to be uh, with a big question mark over it. Yeah, look, I'm 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 aware of some of the um, potential uses for it and concepts going forward. Um, 
and I think, but I think that's all just part of the same conversation. Is is what is the best way to go forward? Um, and you know, right now, um, I, I don't know what that solution is, but I, you know, I, I think everyone agrees that we want we just want the best stadium solution for Auckland, and and, and whether some of these other stadiums are surplus to use or or how it can how they can be used. You know, that's not for me to say, but I, I think, you know, we really want to get to that point where it's, it feels like a Melbourne. I think that's the ultimate goal, and I don't think anyone mm. disagree with that. Um, but, you know, uh, there's a new mayor in, in Auckland, and he's he's about change, he's about improvement, he's about going forward, and I think that could be helpful right now. Do you have um, any involvement um, in terms of, of Go Media and in terms of uh, you managed manage, you mentioned um, sorry you, you mentioned before a message with um, uh, an involvement with uh, New Zealand football? So the FIFA Women's World Cup does Go Media have an involvement there? Yes, <laughs> it's a lovely question because today we're actually announcing that we've become a, a official partner of the Ford Football Firms. Um, so official sponsor of the women's team. Um, football happens to be my passion as much as I love sport and rugby. Uh, I play football. I still play for Waikiki United and <laughs> the over 35s. And um, for me, uh, yeah, Winton Rufa, who's um, uh, someone I've sponsored for years, he's been training my son since he was five, and he's now got him into a club in Germany at Bremen. Um, Wow. And he's 17, so he's over there at the moment trying to become a professional player. And for me, one of my goals is to, is, is to help create career pathways for talented boys and girls. And so the FIFA Women's World Cup is going to be huge. It's going to be a massive tournament. And people don't realise how big it actually is globally, how big it will be. And that's going to inspire a generation of girls to want to play the game. And but so what, what I wanted to sort of help with is the career pathway. Because when I was a 10-year-old, seeing Winston Rufa putting this into the, the World Cup in 1982, that's what I wanted to do. But there wasn't a career pathway um, at the time that I could, could follow. So you've now got the Wellington Phoenix with their academy, which is a great feeder, right? Um, you've just had ben, ben Wayne move to Plymouth Argyle, thanks to... David Ball, who's just one of the senior players, helping him get, get him over there. They've just qualified, um, you know, to move up to the championship, right? So now you've got him playing in the, the second, you know, best division in the UK. How fantastic is that? You've got Sapreet Singh, you know, who came through one of Wilson's academies. He's now in Germany. Um, you've got Chris Wood still at, you know, Premier League, hopefully not even for us to stay up. You know, because I'd actually, I've got this idea that we bring Nottingham Forest to play at Go Media Mount Smart Stadium next year mm-hmm. to play the Wellington Phoenix and, and maybe an Auckland team. And wouldn't it be great if we could bring a Premier League team to, to, to Auckland to play two New Zealand teams that are in the A-League as a concept? So that's kind of how I think the big picture. Um, and but, but going back to the FIFA Women's World Cup, it's how do, how do I help create career pathways for these Tens of thousands of girls who are 10 years old go, I want to be like uh, the Ford football fans. I want to play professionally. And so there's a lot of content being produced at the moment, coming out on Sky and on Google, telling the stories of these players, of what they've, 
what they've had to do to become pros and how hard it's been because let's be honest it's harder to be a professional woman player than it is a man, a man. And, and whilst that's changing it's fantastic that New Zealand cricket acknowledged that and now both teams get paid the same wages for the same job right that's I mean that's what a great world leading stance but it is harder and so when these children see the, the, the challenge that it's been for our professional players, and they're all playing around the world, a lot of them, but now you've got the Wellington Phoenix with a women's team, first professional women's team in the A-League, and there's lots of junior players in that, and then they get the call-up to the, to, the, to the four football firms as well. So there's a real sense of career pathway now. And then you have um, Sarai Barryman, who's a, you know, a Samoan woman who's from the Pacific, you know, running women's football at the highest level, and you know she's going to be passionate about supporting the game in this part of the world. Um, so you've got that as well. So the opportunity for us, uh, and the way I see it with New Zealand football, is that yeah, we, we want to create um, career pathways that are, that, are, that are meaningful. We are these kids, because you know when there's a World Cup on, like just when the Black Ferns beat England, right? And there's a rematch of that. It's coming back to to go medium house fast stadium yet uh, later in the year. Like that was one of the greatest games of rugby I've ever seen, right? And so the FIFA Women's World Cup is going to be just like that. And I know that there's going to be tens of thousands of girls that are already playing the sport, or maybe they're thinking about playing, or or, or are playing that they had never thought it could be actually a career. And that's going to change for them. And so now we're building these blocks that didn't exist. You see, like, Winton is a complete conundrum in terms of he, he pretty much taught himself how to be really good. Then he found a coach just randomly in a park in Wellington who was from the UK, and, and, and he started training him just by chance. And so then Winton, you know, managed to go on to have a career in the Bundesliga, you know, win the European Cup, Winners' Cup. It's an unbelievable story. But he, he managed to sort of do it by himself. You know, he had his older brother, Shane, you know, who, who slept in a single bed on the other side of his room, and he had a poster of Pele between the beds on the wall. So Pele was the inspiration. Shane, you know, gave him the confidence. He meets a, a coach at a park by chance, and he just had the desire to get there. So he really led the way for us. And then you've got Chris Wood, who came through Winston's Academy as well. Then you've got Winston Reed. You had Ryan Nelson. You know, you've got um, Nassar Preet Singh, you know, and, and for my son, here he is, he's in, he's in Bremen, he's 17, he can't speak German, it's tough, he's homesick, you know, but he's playing at a level that's really high, and, and I know that even if he doesn't become a professional football player, he's getting life lessons that, you know, you just can't, you just can't learn that by going to school, mm. if you know what I mean, so, so that's my passion. Um, but I've also got a passion for sponsoring women's sport and uplifting the mama of, of, of the game for them across all codes. Um, so that's why I think the FIFA Women's World Cup is going to be so good for the sport, for our country and, and for young girls. Totally enlightening, uh, Mike Gray, I've got to say. Um, and so uh, much information coming through there. Um, I now know... Uh, when I go to uh, Go Media Mount Smart Stadium, uh, what Go Media is all about. Fantastic work you're doing. Um, 
could chat for hours, uh, it seems. Um, and we might come back to you about the possibility too of uh, a second uh, A-League team being based at Co Go Media Mount Smart Stadium at some stage in the a relatively near future. In the meantime, mate, uh, thanks so much uh, for coming on the show today and filling us, uh, filling us in. Congratulations on those naming rights. Uh, and we've all got to get used to saying it, and we will do from, uh, well, today really, but from Monday onwards. And, and that big announcement too uh, with women's football today. Congratulations on that. Thanks. Thanks for your time. Appreciate it.